So literally, me as like, you know, eight-year-old Anson and my 30-something-year-old dad, like we're yes. sitting down equally enjoying yes. watching this coyote get the tar beat out of him. <laughs> often often by, by his own brother. hand. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> And I still, I still go back and watch like Bugs Bunny clips and stuff. And sometimes I'm almost amazed at how funny it is. Yeah, yes. so good. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. Back here with you for another week. All of us are well at the moment for about 20 seconds. That feels like about how long our wellness has lasted. Yes, I was doing that off mic. (laughs) Exactly. But hey, here we are. Glad to be hanging out with you. Oh, by the way, Anson, Kara, and Isaac. And I believe it's my turn this week for On Repeat. I was just telling the guys, I don't feel like I'm as good at this this part of the game as they are. But I did my best this week. Hogwash. I I did... Thank you. That's a great great word. Wow. (laughs) Strong. So strong. But I did some research this week. So my on repeat is I and I look at this. I forgot the name of it already. Okay. My on repeat. (laughs) I listened to it so much. I can't stop. I did research. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My on repeat is Unstoppable by Social Club Misfits and Ryan Ellis. All right, so the research that I did a lot of uh, was about Social Club Misfits because these guys are a big deal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically in the last few years, they've become kind of a big deal. And I didn't realize uh, how much of one they were until started researching about this song, um, which comes from their latest album. Everyone loves a comeback story, which is true. Everyone does love a comeback story. (laughs) And so uh, that's very much the theme of this song. Can't hold me down. I know it's not the end. When I hit the ground, I always get up again. It's funny. This feels like the modern day version to me of I get knocked down by Chumba Wumba. Yeah, that one. That one. I was like, what is it? (laughs) Yeah. It feels like the modern day version of that to me. Always love one of those songs. But it's interesting. Social Club Misfits, their history, their story is very much a comeback story in and of itself. This group is composed of two good friends, Fern and Marty. And they've been through some stuff. Fern, a pastor's son, endured a three-year prison sentence for drug trafficking before Mm. forming a real connection with God. And uh, Marty, who was saved at 18, was fired from his church as a result of being a whistleblower. And Mm. so they've been through some stuff. And they met up together and they clicked. And they have been, man, just making people really happy with their music ever since. And it looks like they have gotten now over 115 million global streams across all platforms. They're doing some really good stuff and they do a lot of collaborations Mm -hmm. and that's been really fun. And I really like this particular collaboration with Ryan Ellis. It's a really like fun hip hop pop song, Mm -hmm. even though it's like, okay, yeah, it's about getting back up after being down. It's a very, very upbeat hip hop pop song. And I like what Ryan Ellis brings to it in the chorus, kind of very melodious. But then you've got the fun energy from Social Club that they bring in. So it's just a really fun, uh, good song. It's a good pick me up song. Ryan Ellis has a great voice. I don't know if you guys have. Well, we had him in Northwest Arkansas, I guess, last year. Yes, that's right. So he has a fantastic voice. And then Social Club. Yeah, they do put out like a ton of music. They do. Um, And then they you're right. I hadn't really thought about that, but they do a lot of collabs. I mean, we've played stuff with them with 
Jordan Feliz and David Crowder and that's who I saw Cercina them in concert with for the first time was with Crowder. Oh, really? really? And they were so good. So yeah, they're really good. They're super high energy. Oh my god! Yes. And you talk totally. about singing a song about getting back up after getting knocked down. I mean, yeah, Fern and Marty, those guys get it. Yeah, <laughs> they for know real. what it looks like to do that. So to see them walk it out in the song is so cool. I know. Yeah, they know the definition of a comeback story. So definitely check it out if you haven't had a chance to listen yet. Unstoppable by Social Club and Ryan Ellis. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right, now it's time to take a pause and chat about something that's on our minds this week. And uh, right before we were about to record the podcast, we were having a little bit of a conversation that I feel like we need to just go ahead and continue (laughs) on mic (laughs) for Real FM Rewind this week because it was a a very important subject that we were discussing. (laughs) And that is cartoons and the (laughs) cultural impact of cartoons it's true and this sounds silly and ridiculous and yet if you were to ask my wife the percentage of words (laughs) that come out of my mouth that originate (laughs) from a cartoon of some kind Uh it would be an extraordinarily high number right true higher than you would expect yeah and so i i wanted to ask this question first of all i have a feeling i know what the answer is going to be but maybe one of you guys will surprise me okay what is the single most quoted cartoon or cartoon Ooh. movie, either TV show or movie, yeah. oh, man. that you go back to often? Okay. What's your most quoted, yeah. most quoted. cartoon movie or TV show? I, I quote the early 2000s SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna call it like the Bush era SpongeBob, yeah. yes, because that's around the time I was watching. That SpongeBob. was like your childhood. Yes, like you were yes. you were a part of the SpongeBob. Oh my gosh, generation. I was yes. the target. Kara and I were like just, just ahead, ahead of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many things like Plankton and I went to college, like constantly yelling that. <laughs> um, yes, I'm told there's, I can do a pretty good yeah, SpongeBob. You can. That, that is really good. That's yeah. impressive. Um, there's just <laughs> so weird. much from SpongeBob that's so good. The still no pickles, like the guy that came and ordered the sandwich and he was hiding the pickles under his tongue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're no pickles. <laughs> it, it's so good. My favorite SpongeBob story is I was a little bit ahead of it, so I was a little bit old for it. But uh, like when I was in high school or so, that's when like SpongeBob really started to get super popular. Mm-hmm. I would go over to my cousin's house when we would visit them and they had an African gray parrot. Oh. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but those are the parrots that like say everything, say everything, yeah. and, oh, yeah. everything. Wow. and it lived in their living room. So it watched a lot of television oh, no. Gosh. and they loved watching SpongeBob. Yeah. And so it would do like random SpongeBob lines and it could <laughs> do so the SpongeBob laugh. Also, <laughs> That's sometimes you're just walking around their house and you would hear it like you would hear SpongeBob just talking away that's hilarious in the room, they heard. so wow that's anyway, so perfect that's all right carol what's your most quoted cartoon man movie or tv show i gotta say i i mean i really think this is true and you guys would probably affirm it it's probably the emperor's new groove oh yeah uh 100 yeah i mean it's all coming together so <laughs> much yeah so much it's just a part of my makeup and, and part of it is i think it was at that age where it's more of like a middle school humor in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was the target audience for that movie. I mm-hmm. saw it in the theater yeah. with nice. my like posse of friends. Yeah. Our brains were like exploding. This is how my brain works. How did yeah. they know? And it really and is like the weirdest Disney it's movie so ever. Weird. It's like so off the wall and different. And There's di- yeah, third wall perfect. breaks. Like, yeah. And I love it. <laughs> like I love everything about it. Well, and part of why it's so quotable is because it feels like the entire movie 
is just like one yeah. quote. Yeah. You it know, really like is. IMDb or whatever, they have, you know, the popular quotes from a movie. Or, like, <laughs> yes. I feel like you could literally just write out the entire, the entire script, script. The script. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Because it's so quirky. there's not any throwaway lines. It's just no. all yeah. quotable. It's all quotable. And if you hang around the three of us for any length of <laughs> yeah. time, you will hear all the quotes. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, there's something for every situation. Yeah. I mean, I had a performance review the other day and you said something like, oh, that's kind of like what he said to you. And you got <laughs> fired and i was like yes yes how did you know you gotta mail a package i'll put that box yep. inside of another box and i'll mail that box to myself it applies to every life every situation. life situation it's, it's so good so yes that's that would probably. be my yeah that'd be my close second to yeah. more for yeah. yeah i mean i could probably go with that one too but just for the sake of saying something yeah, different, something different. Yeah. i'm gonna go with uh one that's probably a little bit more niche yes. and that's homestar runner oh yes um, you do oh quote my, that a lot I quote, oh it's so good sometimes i go back and watch like a homestar runner video and i hear a quote and i go oh that's where that came from right because it's a thing i still say that's but i you know. forgot like where it originated it's, it's deep in there homestar runner i i can't explain it probably <laughs> properly for people who didn't grow up this with is it. a elder millennial thing to the yes. point where i didn't know about you, it you until were probably you behind yeah. on that one yeah because yeah. this was really like heydays from probably the late 90s into the early 2000s definitely like uh, 2000 to like 2005 six in that window it was very popular but it was a little bit uh targeted at at an older audience than say like spongebob or something yes so you really had to be at that point probably in at least middle school maybe more like high school yeah or even like college age it's early internet humor yes and it really was the pioneer (laughs) of like internet video yeah. and internet humor flash is was super popular back yes. in the day flash websites and stuff so it's all flash animation yeah oh um and now like you literally have to either watch the videos on youtube or use like an emulator or something <laughs> to go back and watch them yeah but the other crazy thing about homestar runner is like it, it was very unique in terms of how it leveraged the fact that it was made in flash yeah mm-hmm. because like you could actually interact with parts of the cartoon oh. yeah so there were like easter eggs and things you could click as you're watching it. So it's like both a video, but also interactive. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like (laughs) the amount of like cultural things that have come from Homestar Runner that people don't even know about is kind of wild. Like for example, the whole concept of Doge and Dogecoin literally comes from Homestar Runner. No way. Like that's where that very first started is it's from Homestar himself the character who always like mispronounces things <laughs> and he's talking about a dog and he's like would you like to see my doge and like that is literally no, the idea of calling a dog amazing. a doge originated wow. from Homestar Runner I can show you the cartoon if you'd like to see it afterwards oh that's crazy but so like there's random stuff like that yeah. that actually originated with this weird so funny inter- and, and it is niche and like nowadays if you talk to people about it like you really have to go back and probably talk to dudes who are between yes, the age was- of like Mm-hmm. 30 to 40 guys who yeah. laugh like this <laughs> yes are very I, online in yeah. the early 2000s yeah. i remember standing behind some dudes at like a middle school high school party watching them watch homestar runner <laughs> going what is this <laughs> but it's i remember and that it is so off the wall it's yeah. so wild but until you kind of get it it's a little bit of an acquired taste because it yeah. it's very very you've weird. helped me appreciate it as an adult so those are a few of our favorite cartoons but mm-hmm. i feel like you can't really talk about the impact that cartoons have had on our culture without going back to kind of the OG, which is 
Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. I feel like so good. I mean, Saturday mornings. Yes. Watching Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. And even today, going back and watching these like Bugs Bunny cartoons, things like that from like the 50s, 60s, they're still so good. Yes. (laughs) I remember as a kid watching Roadrunner and Coyote. That was one of my favorites. They're so good. Mm -hmm. My dad loved that as well. And so literally me as like, you know, eight year old Anson and my 30 something year old dad, like we're sitting down equally enjoying watching this coyote get the tar beat out of him. (laughs) Often often by his own hand. Usually that's true. (laughs) And I still I still go back and watch like Bugs Bunny clips and stuff. And sometimes I'm almost amazed at how funny it is. It's kind of wild. Yeah. For me, that was Scooby Doo. We had Boomerang as a kid. We briefly Uh, had Satellite and I watched all of the classic Scooby Doo episodes. Oh, it's fun. And some of the like monsters on there legit scared me as a kid yeah and now that we have netflix and you know all these other things i can watch them again and i go back and i'm like oh that's that scary space ghost astronaut guy (laughs) and i was like wait a space ghost a haunted astronaut alien like what what were they thinking with this i love it going on there you just reminded me of the actual space ghost cartoon did you ever were you ever familiar with space ghost i was familiar with the adult swim space ghost (laughs) coast to coast with brack Brack. (laughs) so good Oh my yeah, gosh. if Brack is like it's like Homestar Runner leveled up in weirdness, yeah. like that much weirder. Yeah, <laughs> I love Brack. Oh my gosh! What was your childhood cartoon? Yeah, mine was probably Looney Tunes. Yeah. as well. Did I you mean, have a favorite uh, like subgenre of Looney Tunes? Because like I feel like people like mine was Roadrunner and Coyote was probably my That's favorite. That's a good yeah. But some people are like Tom and Jerry or oh, I did like Tom and Jerry Bugs Bunny in particular oh, or you know that's a good. Oh, that's a good question. Now I, I have to think about that. I loved Tom and Jerry. I mean, everybody loves Roadrunner and yeah. Wally Coyote. Mm. I went through a phase where I was really into so random Foghorn Leghorn. Nice. <laughs> He's like the weirdest. Yes. Like, what is yeah. even going on there? That feels um, very Nebraska of you. Though. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. Although he kind of has a Southern thing going on. But yeah, I, I went through a Foghorn Leghorn phase. I had them like taped from TV on like, great, VHS right. tapes like oh, that I would man. watch over and over. And they were so good. We went back and watched another one the other day because I was reading a story about Shropshire, England. Mm-hmm. And I was immediately taken back to like oh have you ever seen ends in the shropshire slasher episode with daffy duck and he was like what no and so i pulled <laughs> I it up that one it's like a spoof on sherlock holmes daffy, oh, daffy is sherlock and porky pig is watson he was like oh yes he's partaking in his favorite pastime making deductions and daffy duck is sitting at his desk literally writing out tax deductions <laughs> <laughs> Things, and I was like, what? So good. I never like, caught that. Yeah, like, we were both watching it. We were like, well, this would have totally gone totally over, over our heads, heads as a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like, he's making deductions. And he's over there going, now if I count Aunt like Susie as a dependent. Yeah. It's so good. By George, I've got it. They, like, they knew what they were doing. And I feel like those cartoons back then were like adults making jokes for yes. their own benefit. Yeah. Right. They just happened to get sent out in cartoons. Right. They thought and it the, was funny. And the kids were like, this is great. Like, so, yeah. I and do, so much physical violence. Like, so much yeah. physical violence. I kind of miss that. <laughs> like, the, the subplot is they're always all trying to murder one That's another. That's true. It's yeah. not that, that, a funny, like, life right. lesson. Like Tweety Bird, like, pulling oh, out, yeah. like, hammers and just... Tweety- <laughs> absolutely <laughs> destroying but Sylvester. But to be fair, yeah. Sylvester was always trying to kill Tweety right, Bird. Yeah. I mean, Speedy Gonzalez always running away from Mutually the assured always. destruction. Yes! Like, How many times did yeah, Yosemite <laughs> Sam like fire actual bullets at people? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's true. And I, I, I have to 
think though as well some of my appreciation for classical music had to come from like the old oh, school that is actually so true because like legit they had the classics on there and yeah. got you to appreciate them and made oh, yeah far before i ever knew like any of the composers names oh, or yeah. that kind of stuff when yeah. i started playing them like taking piano lessons and stuff You're like oh i recognized them from <laughs> from there will be certain orchestras will do looney tunes with live scoring <gasps> too it's really neat oh, i've never awesome. been to one but it i want to go to one really bad i would go to I think that. that would be a blast it sounds so fun forward keeping with the theme of entertainment and cartoons uh this is the part of the show where we're talking about what we're looking forward to this is the fast forward part of the show don't fast forward this because what no. i say matters Please, <laughs> uh, but my wife and i recently on a whim we both love to watch scary movies oh yeah and we realized hey we live like 30 feet from a movie theater we live right across the street from the movie theater in siloam nice and we on a whim, decided last Friday night to go watch a scary movie in the theater. Yeah. It was packed out. And really? it was packed out with the ideal crowd for a scary movie. It was a bunch of like high school and junior uh, high kids. Yeah. So every single time <laughs> something happened on the screen, they just sc- screamed. The entire theater screen. And we were oh cackling through the entire movie. But my wife and I decided that, hey, it's only like 12 bucks <laughs> if we go see it and we don't buy the concession stand and stuff. And That's not bad. So listen... I, I don't advise you do this, but we sneak everything into the theater. Oh, yeah. I brought a. Everybody. I brought that. And I've gotten bolder and bolder. I brought like two LaCroix in my back pocket and just cracked them open. Oh, my God. But we're going to start going to see movies every Friday night at our theater. We're going to cook dinner at the house. Then go across the street to the movie theater. It takes like no time since it's right here. And yes, our dear local movie theater is a little bit old. Yeah. But There's not the cool like auto reclining <laughs> right. foot massaging chairs, <laughs> but it's a fun activity and we've kind of gotten out of the loop of actually going on dates. So mm. we're doing more dating now and we're going to pick a new movie this week and we're going to go see the Mario movie this week. Yes, because I keep oh. having to see it. I, I to see it keep having my adult friends tell me it's so good. I want to see that and I want to see the um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh. Yeah. I had a friend go watch that and tell me it was pretty that good. Fun. So I would love to go see that out right now. I worry that it would be way over my head though because yeah. she has never played Dungeons and Dragons okay. the person I heard this from okay. and said okay. that she enjoyed it. So That's nice. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's friendly to newbies. Yeah. But this kind of rekindled my love for going to the movies because Yay. I did it all the time as a teenager. That was our activity because there was nothing else to do in my town. Right. So we just went and saw movies, often the same one, a couple of times a summer. Yep. So yep. I'm just getting back into it and it Aww. feels so fun. I love that. Enjoy watching cartoons next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, whatever your weekend plans are, maybe they will include some Saturday morning cartoons. I feel like that needs to be a thing at my house. Yeah. And I uh, hope you enjoy them. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.